So I swear, I think I'm concussed tonight. Concussed? So I was going to put my daughter into bed, and I was going to pick up the blanket to cover her with the blanket, and she was standing in the bed, and then she jumped up and got me right in the lip. But it was one of those ones where, you know how you kind of feel your head shake? My bell was still a little bit wrong. She headbutted me right in the mouth. I think usually when you get a concussion, it's a shot to the head. Your mouth is on your head. Yeah, but like where your brains are. Yeah, the it went up. Her her force. Do I have to explain physics to you, Doctor uh, Baker? I'm telling you, I've seen people get hit in the mouth. They never say, "Oh, I got a concussion." It's like, "Oh, my lip or my teeth or something." No, my lip hurt, but it's more my head now. I, I got a ring in my swole. head. My lip. Yeah, I, I'm a tough son of a bitch. Maybe you got confused on where she hit you. No. In the, in the concussed. <laughs> she hit me in the mouth, but her force was going up, which got my head to go up. I've got my bell rung plenty of times, but Well, on that note, then, we'll see how much brain function you still have. I didn't have much before. Who sang the song, Can't Fight This Feeling? Justin Timberlake? No. What about- I can't fight this feeling anymore. I've forgotten what I've started fighting for. I'll give it's you not a, Nelson. I'll give you a hint. It, it was part of the JD pick. The one we just went on? Yes. Fire engines. Oh. REO Speedwagon. Yeah, except for you said R.E.D. Speedwagon. Well, it is. Oh, wow. It is a red fire engine. That's kind of cool. It was red. <laughs> All right. This has gone on too long. Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. How are you, Dr. Zeke Baker? Man, it's been a minute. We've, we've had busy schedules. We've kids. been together, but we haven't been together behind microphones, just you and I. No, I don't think we've recorded since the Jack Pick, have we? No. I know. We went on the Jack Pick. We were hanging out together. I mean, I've seen you. A little. A little, but we just haven't been recording. We had some interviews that were playing out. We had Bacon and Barrel, which played out, which was awesome. Yes. Again, great event. I hope you guys enjoyed those episodes. Want to let you know real quick before we get into everything. Let's get all the admin stuff out of the way, Zeke. Want to let you know today's show is sponsored by Cast Cartel, changing the industry standard. They are the place that is like the Amazons of the spirit industry. They are bringing together merchants with you so that you can sit at home on the comfort of your own couch using your phone. Go to castcartel.com, find the spirits you want. They have everything. They have bourbon, they have gin, vodka, mezcal, tequila, whatever it is. Just go to Cast Cartel, figure out what you want, get it shipped right to your door. They understand shipping is a pain and the cost of shipping is a pain, so they're always looking to have some coupons and do some stuff for you, so check them out on Instagram. They'll also send you some samples. They pick some random people. I saw one today. There was somebody who just posted a review of the Yellowstone that they had sent us. They just sent samples of the Yellowstone Limited Edition out to people. So they're really cool like that. Cascartel.com, changing the industry standard. 
And I also, admin-wise, these aren't ads, but like Bacon and Barrel, we were out and about places, right? Want to let everybody know where they can find us. So Thursday, October 17th, Hardest Harvest at Pennington Distilling Company in Nashville, Tennessee. It's in the nation's. October 17th is the anniversary of them laying down their first barrel of whiskey. They throw a party every year on October 17th from 5 to 9 p.m., It's all ages this year. Jeff actually said they're going to have a kid's area. There's going to be bands, the Rebirth Brass Band, Roots of Rebellion, and Lady Couch. It's going to be good times, 5 to 9, this Thursday, tomorrow, October 17th. Then on Friday the 25th at Barrels and Brews in Nolensville, Tennessee, your favorite people, Justin and James, Well, Chris from Traverse City is going to be coming down and doing a whiskey tasting there. You know, it's good times. Everybody's been talking about Traverse City lately. Justin James had a few good picks from Traverse City. We know the folks in Legacy had some good picks of of Traverse City. Fight Club had gold as best. It was a great pick at Traverse City. Mythical. Mythical. All sorts of good stuff coming from Traverse City. Go to Barrels and Brews Friday the 25th and actually get to meet the man behind the brand so i can't get zeke to go with me yet but saturday november 2nd i will be in townsend tennessee for grains and grits this year it is the celebration of southern spirits and gourmet grub from 6 to 9 p.m at the townsend visitor center in townsend tennessee now this is the one where all the master distillers come out from tennessee to hang out just have a good time, listen to music, eat some good food. Jeff Arnett from Jack Daniels was there last year. We had Andy Nelson there last year. Keener Stanton from Old Forge. There's always some good people. I think Alex Castle. A lot of the people that have been on this show typically go out to Grains and Grits Fest. Heath Clark, Lee Kennedy, all our friends are going to be there drinking, listen to music, We hope you get to be there too. And I think we might have something special with that. So stay tuned. Maybe we can make sure you get there to Grains and Grits. But go to grainsandgritsfest.com to get your tickets. Grainsandgritsfest.com. And then last but not least, Friday, December 13th and Saturday, December 14th, we will be a part of Nashville Whiskey Weekend to benefit the L5 Foundation in accordance with the Tennessee Whiskey Guild. There's going to be a dinner at the George Jones on Friday, December 13th, with a concert by John Rich. And then Saturday is going to be Tennessee Whiskey Christmas at the Omni. 30 Tennessee distilleries will be there, and it'll be a a fun little whiskey fest celebrating Tennessee. But go to NashvilleWhiskeyWeekend.com to get tickets. Oh, man. We're getting more and more admin stuff. I feel bad. Yeah, you're going to start breaking these down into their own shows or something. I know. Here's the uh, the news minute of Dad's Drinking Bourbon, all the things that are going on. It's quite a minute, John. I'll tell you what. We have a lot going on. we got to work on your lawyer voice. My lawyer voice? I like the lawyer commercial voice. You know, at the end, like, thank you. Uh, tax and terms don't apply. Not valid in 50 states. All that kind of stuff. I can do it. Actually, typically what you do, just a, a fun fact for you is you record it in your normal voice, and then you speed it up in post. Huh. But a lot of people listen to us at one and a half speed Yeah, I would anyway. have thought you just chugged a bunch of Mountain Dew and then hit a helium tank real fast. <laughs> no, no, you speed it that up in post. That sounds like at least the redneck way to do this. Let's be honest here. <laughs> well, you want to try it next show? I think it's a much better, better means. All right. Get all jacked up on Mountain Dews. 
Hit a helium tank? I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. I've still got a three-quarter tank left over from the kid's birthday we can use. Oh, don't don't go to a, a widespread or a fish show. <laughs> <laughs> On the note of bands, I, I did wonder, Lady Couch. That's, that's an interesting band name. Yeah. Well, I feel like it could go two ways. You know, especially if you think back to like, you know, roommate days, especially fraternity house days, etc. Do you think the Lady Couch was like, oh, no, that's the one we actually keep clean so that when ladies come over, they can sit on and not be like totally repulsed or disgusted. Or would Lady Couch kind of be like the boom boom room down the hall? We're like, oh no, you you don't want to sit on that. That might be a fresh stain. I don't know. Well, you got to pick one of the two. I mean, that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, Lady Couch. All right. I- I kind of got two options here, but I don't know where I would go with this. I'm looking right now. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm looking at their Twitter right now. <laughs> it's two people. It's Alan Thompson and Keisha or Kesha Bailey and whoever else wants to come along. They well, look then, like... Then you could get on stage with them. You think I can bring my guitar and get up on stage with them? If the Twitter says whoever else wants to come along. Now, you haven't heard it, but this week I will be releasing when I went out to Old Forge... We didn't actually record Keener and I playing the guitar together, but we did play the guitar in the distillery together. So you missed out on that. Missed out. That's a very subjective term. Yeah, you missed out. He's very good. Keener is very, very, very good. He's a lot better than me. Again, John, there's a, I'll stick with this college-esque theme here. I have no desire to like visualize you in a dorm room trying to croon some poor female with the guitar out and you know, no, I played candles in bars. On. I played in bars in college. We packed dollar pitcher night on Thursday nights. So you played a guitar in college and you didn't use that to pull in women. Oh no, I did, but I was out at the bar. It's not like I was like You didn't go John Mayer when you got home? Everybody needs to know how to play Crash by Dave Matthews and Your Body is a Wonderland by John Mayer. If you don't know those two songs on the guitar and you were born in the 80s or any time around there and grew up kind of in the 90s and the 2000s. Yeah. Yep. Still don't want to visualize it. <laughs> Let's talk about whiskey. All right. Yeah. So we're drinking Old Elk and I feel bad because they sent us this about a month ago and we just haven't got around to it. We do have a big backlog, everyone. So if you have sent us something, apologies, we're going to get to everything. Now, they sent us their weeded whiskey. It's 95% wheat, 5% malted barley, $65.99, six years old, and this is 100 proof, 50% ABV. 95.5, that's interesting on the weeders. Yeah, it's like a rye recipe for wheat. Yeah, I mean, there's a... You know, Journeyman does that 100% wheat. That's the only people I can think of that have that much concentrated of just a, a wheat mash bill. To give a little bit of flavor, right, and make it a little bit mellow, and you know how much they love barley over at Old Elk. Well, I assume it's just there for enzymatic reasons. That too. I mean, I think it's got to help with the distillate. And, you know, as best I remember, John, we have tasted at least this distillate once or twice before in the past. They were kind enough to send us some samples just to get honest feedback, you know, for you know where we thought the recipe was and its progression in the aging process. Time is doing what it's supposed to here, I would say. Yeah, it wasn't six years at the time. I think we had four and a half to five year. We've been kind of getting to taste it as it's matured and, and gone along. The nose has really, I think, been the one thing for me that matured the most as it's been coming through. I mean, that we always know Old Elk is going to do something good, but I didn't really get a lot of nose from the earlier distillate. And now it's like, I want to say it's like a spearmint or peppermint gum. 
I love when I say something and make makes your eyes kind of go like, what the hell? I do get a little bit. It's not a straight mint. It's like a spearmint or a peppermint. You get mint though? A little bit. Chewing gum? No. Didn't have anything today. No coffee, no gum. I mean, I don't get a hugely pronounced dose, but what I get reminds me of very nice dark fruits. I have not done this, honestly, but the first thing I thought of was say you took a stag junior, took you know, water in it and cut it back to... 90 or 100, you know, so it's going to mute out, you know, the ethanol that normally is accompanied with it. But you get some of those, you know, dark fruits that are in there, you know, really deep, dark, uh, you know, dark red plum type stuff, raspberry, you know, somewhere in there, that type of aroma, really dark cherry almost. The fruit is there, but I really get kind of that spearmint on top of it where the fruit really comes in for me is on the taste. When we first had a sip, we, we didn't, I mean, it was a fresh crack. We didn't really see what was going on at first, but now it's just really that dark fruit bomb. I mean, I think we were kind of just getting into the night when we had our first sip of this one, so it was a little more stringent than we would be accustomed to, but I think that really goes away after you get your throwaway sips in, and it's really just a nice fruit bomb. It's balanced. I don't get a big hug on this one. I just get a lot of dark fruit, and I'm surprised at how much fruit I get on a weeder. Well, I would assume their grains are probably a little bit different or novel than most people. It's probably going to be what allows them to do the mash the way it is. I don't know. The, I still get some ethanol and, and proof off the palate. It does kick up me about halfway through. It is a much more rounded and, and better product than I definitely remember from you know the first sample or two we've had of younger stuff. Like I said, age is definitely doing what it's supposed to, but at 100 proof, it's still got a little bit of a kick to it, I think. But not in a bad way. I like when whiskey has a little bit of a kick to it. I like to know it's there, especially if I'm spending 65 bucks. I don't want to spend 65 bucks for something I can crush. Uh, I mean, to me, it's kind of the feel of it, though. Like Some things just have an, an ethanol feel, and some things have you know more of a proof and, and, I guess, natural feel, for lack of better words. You know, It's kind of like the reason they make 100-proof vodka and nobody buys it. Everybody sticks to 80-proof unless you're... Just trying to get hammered. So you're buying 100 proof vodka, right? Nah, there was a few years, but <laughs> got a little older since then. Not quite as rambunctious as I used to be. You got your finish on this? Not my. I mean, it, it's there, but it's not lingering. I don't get a dryness. There's nothing that's kind of, because it's so fruity, I think that lends itself to not having such a, a long finish the way it's fruity it's like a fruit bomb it explodes in your mouth and then the fruit kind of goes away it's not like that fruit is lingering anywhere or has any place to linger in your mouth and if anything the backs though where i, I pick up more of the the ethanol and the, the alcohol kind of kick which maybe that's what's throwing me off is the fact of it's a you know almost like a pseudo finish you get a feeling at the back of the taste but there's no flavors associated with it you know it's not a rice so i'm not gonna get a hug in my chest that just kind of throws off the uh, the senses a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I just had another sip. I think it hangs around enough. I just got like a tingle in my cheeks and the back of my tongue. I'm getting that fruit, and it's still, I mean, it's still there right now. Just had a sip. So what's the age on this bad boy? Six years. Because I figure, you know, if you look at comparatively everyone's uh, favorite weeded line, which I don't think we even have to throw, throw out any names. Six to eight. I mean, they're barely at seven years when they're being bottled. I mean, that's been the case for well over a year now. And 
you know, us included and most anyone, at least that I talk to about it, everyone's on that same notion of it, it's just not there yet. I mean, yeah, it's coming around. It's a good product. Again, talking about, you know, competitive lines and, and wheated mash bills, but the grain just takes longer. And I think knowing that going in, I'm sure it's a little bit frustrating to not be able to bring something to market. But it does, you know, almost, uh, you know, tax you to say, all right, we're going to make you wait for it this time, buddy. You're going to play a, a John Mayer and Dave Matthews and maybe something else later the next date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you get the cherry pie. Oh, that's warrant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're making a comeback finally. I think this is a, a solid, though, for what the weeders are that you can get right now i think this has a lot of flavor comparatively yeah right and and i'd like to see some folks uh you know that are admittedly bigger wheated fans than i am taste it on this for sure in general i I mean i enjoy a good whiskey just as much as the next person but i don't get the you know warm tingly feeling you know all over my body when somebody says oh it's a weeder but i think compared to what you might get and i know the certain brand everybody is alluding to, or, or by everybody, I mean Zeke right now. <laughs> um, I think this has a lot of flavor compared to what those have been recently. And, you know, now that that price point has gone up to 50 bucks, okay, it's sixty five ninety nine. That one's 50. We're in the same ballpark. Well, it's 50 if you can find it. And then you got to buy a bundle and then you still can't find it. And, and then you got to pay 125 on secondary. So you're... This is a very solid alternative to that if you can't find it. Mm -hmm. At least if you're looking at it comparatively, the ages are kind of close to each other. Now, do I think if they waited, put this one at eight or nine years, would it have more time to mature and be even better? Heck yes. I don't know what the price point would then be if they did that. I mean, I'm thinking even one more year, especially if you look at the, the drastic change in Colorado weather. I mean, they're going to have snow soon, but they're still getting plenty hot in the summers. So that, that's a lot of movement, a lot of you know increased time with the oak compared to some places that are aging them. From this bottle versus the sample we tasted, I know that was within the last year. This is leaps and bounds progression. It's like if, if it had a summer. It doesn't even need to be another year, but if it just had, you know, have it go through the winter and go to the summer. I think it's tough because I... I teeter between a buy and a bar right now. Kind of going back to that weeded thing too, not to drag it out, but there's been multiple picks that I know personally I tasted it and thought, this guy's really, you know, happy they brought this bottle to share and they they want me to really like it. And I'll smile, but, but knowing that, and that's kind of where I always like put an asterisk on myself for weeders. I mean, I'd really like to see where, where some other weeded folks get this and what the market response is to it. Just because I know plenty of other weeded picks or, or you know bottlings that have been out there that haven't rung my bell but in a room of other people they're like oh man this is great well the funny thing is i would say this beats some of those owa picks oh, so yeah. i think there's plenty of owa picks that this beats i think the upper echelon of the owa picks though those three or four that we've had every year where we're kind of like all right damn but that also is a single barrel right yeah so we're comparing this old elk straight wheat whiskey that is a, a batch to that single barrel so again i think i'm gonna go into buy 
Because if you're looking at a solid alternative to something that's harder and harder to get and allocated, you want something that has flavor. It's better than some of the picks that are out there. It might not be up there with some of the best picks that are there, but you're going to be able to find it. And you like weeded whiskey. This is your jam. It's a great alternative to the, the OWA crunch. Well, and you know, and this is, 100% 100% speculation that John and I just kind of pitched back and forth offline. We know that there have been, you know, quite a few single barrel picks that have been picked from the Wheated Mash for this market. And they were picked, I think, early summer, as best I can remember. So at this point, I, I wonder if, you know, they're kind of on the same lines as us as far as train of thought. And, you know, all right, you picked it. Well, we've tasted it. We really think this one more summer is going to make a dramatic difference in the right direction and that and they've been sitting on those and allowing them to get that extra few months of of the high heat and and make a much more well-rounded product which definitely has me uh intrigued to see when those bottlings finally hit the market here agreed where are you on this buy bar i think i'm gonna buy here it's unique enough to where we like drinking with people obviously we like tasting them on things they haven't had <laughs> What do you like drinking with dogs? You were like, we like drinking with people. Well, yeah, it's better than drinking alone. Yeah. I'm not the best judge on wheaters at times. That's why I'd really like to have that. And, and, you know, we do blinds with people in places. This would be fun to see where it falls in blinds. I mean, it really would be. I agree. But for our palates and where we're concerned, I'm happy enough to buy it. Another year, though. We'll we'll put this on our uh, imaginary board of uh, rising stocks to watch for. This, this one's climbing up fastly. Yeah. Get in and investing on it now. The other thing that they sent us that we should mention is that there's peanut butter whiskey now from Old Elk. It's called PB&W. So it's like peanut butter and jelly, but peanut butter and whiskey. And the bottle of this, I want to let you tell this story because when you saw this bottle for the first time, you thought it was something else, didn't you? I mean, I thought somebody did a... Um uh, you know, a custom sticker for a store pick. Was, I don't remember which board it was on, what group, et cetera, but literally just scrolling one night and somebody's like, uh, what the hell is this? And I'm like, Oh, I, you know, you, none of us read that much to begin with anymore. So you see a picture of a sticker on a bottle. Like, Oh, it's, it's, it's cute. Somebody did a pick of something. Like, let me zoom in and see what the humor or, or what it is on it. And I'm like, hold on. So I read the comments. And, you know, of course I had to blow up Edwards. Hey, Old else, is this, is this the one you told me they sent us? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, we got to get into this quick. People are talking about it. You know how much we love peanut butter whiskey, and people give a shit. There are people out there that still do not think peanut butter whiskey is a good thing. There's people up there on the boards that say people that like peanut butter whiskey have shit palates. I don't care. Peanut butter whiskey is damn good. <laughs> Yeah. I don't care. I wanted to hate it. Like I said, I wanted to hate peanut butter whiskey. I took a sip of it. I said, this is really freaking good. I got a feeling anybody that uh, you know has that dissenting opinion, I think they wipe back to front. Just my own theory. Well, this is 70 proof, just like that other peanut butter whiskey. And I did not have... It's not my fault you didn't pour one. You poured two. I think you already drank it. No, I poured one... One was the weeder for me, and the other one was the peanut butter one. Mm-hmm. I see what's going on here, peanut butter buddy. Peanut butter Bob. Yeah. It's 70 proof, just like screwball. I do have to mention, I forgot the screwball. Imagine I, that. Screwball forgot the screwball. 
I went upstairs to go try to find it, and I could not find it. Typically, we do a side-by-side and really compare these. Well, and actually, I did have a thought on that. I'm going to try to bail you out here, Edwards, while you're doing a little tasting of this. My thinking was, since obviously, I mean, we're trying these neat, straight, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, they're mixers. And we've seen some pretty cool recipes in the the group there of of how folks were mixing and and utilizing screwball. They're both peanut butter whiskeys. So my, I guess, uh, challenge, quote unquote, folks, you know, give us your best current screwball cocktail recipe. Hopefully nothing too intricate or requires a whole lot because we're not a mixologist by any means. We'll make a drink of each one. One with the old elk and one with the screwball. And then try the cocktails and see which one's the best. Because at the end of the day, nobody's drinking these straight. They might be throwing them back as a shooter, but I think it's it's novel and where it's really going to change things around are folks that are putting these in cocktails and, and delivering a completely different flavor that you didn't have before. I agree. So if you have a peanut butter whiskey recipe, send it to Zeke Baker on Facebook. Zeke is going to compile these and then we're going to make them. We're going to do one screwball. We'll we'll probably pick the top two, three at best, just on appearance alone, because there's not a ton of juice over here. No, there's not. But I will say that for 25 bucks, I'm just a buy on this. Screwball, this peanut butter whiskey, I just like peanut butter whiskey. I'm not going to lie. I just like it. I wish it was higher than 70 proof, though. They're both 70 proof, though, right? Yeah. I just wish they both were higher than 70 proof. All right, so... Olfactory memories, uh, what differences are you picking up here? I think I taste a little more whiskey in this one off the bat, where I think it was Screwball had a little bit more like that artificial peanut butter up front. Both of them are good. It's really splitting hairs. See, this one's more syrupy to me. I would say you could make a great syrup for pancakes with this one. Which was funny, because whereas I feel like the syrup, to me and my my sense is that that leads to you know sugar- uh, flavoring, etc. But you registered as bourbon, which obviously is just where it hits your tongue and what you think of first. But I did think it was funny, like, oh, okay. Damn, we're backwards again. But I think this would be really good. Peanut butter and whiskey would be really good to pour over, like, vanilla ice cream. It has much more of a liqueur feel. Like, look at the legs in the glass. I mean, it, it's got some sticky to it. I don't think it'd be as bad at the time I, uh, Baron Jaeger. I ever tell you about this? No. Oh, yeah. Well, not few years back old Zeke managed to drop and shatter a whole bottle of baron jaeger in the kitchen floor it was sticky for weeks oh god weeks i mean that that shit just didn't go anywhere it's honey not my finest hour no i wouldn't think so so are you with me would you buy this one? Oh yeah i mean at this point i'm just wondering how big is this peanut butter whiskey market gonna get which i'm sure we'll get chastised for talking about this in a serious manner but hell, money's money. Look at Truly. Look at the claws. Ain't it's no laws. It's going to get pretty big. <laughs> I really do. I mean, I think it's one of those things. It's like listening to Taylor Swift. Nobody's going to be talking about how they're drinking peanut butter whiskey all the time. But you know there's people that have like a hidden bunker of peanut butter whiskey. I'm just glad when you post our stories most days, it doesn't show T-Swift and other stuff like that. Because I know it's in your playlist. Oh, it's on Sophia's playlist. So it was funny the other day. I was Blame the kid. Huh? Around. No, Blame the kid. I'm telling you, my three-year-old knows every single lyric to every single Taylor Swift song. She just sits in the back and sings Taylor Swift all day. It's crazy. I can't believe how smart she is. Blaming the kid, John. I see this. 
hey, I love some tea swizzle. <laughs> but I think peanut butter whiskey is one of those things where it's a guilty pleasure. And I'll fully admit it's a guilty pleasure. We're just being very open about it. I think there's a lot of people who might be vocal against it, but secretly love it. Yeah, and they just probably play it in the shower. Exactly. Sing their hearts out. Make cocktails with peanut butter and chocolate and Kahlua. I was thinking of like the scene in uh, Out Cold, where like the computer assistant guy, the one, not the one that owns uh, the mountain, but the guy that's his assistant that shows him like a playing like music, candlelight, and he gets in front of his computer for like a dating site, and then like pans to the back, and he's literally wearing like, there's clothes from the top part up, but the bottom, <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> oh, man. On that note, I just want to mention that all of our glasses are provided by distilleryproducts.com. Once a closely guarded secret, we are blowing the door off on it because every distillery I've gone to and I go, hey, who do you use for your glassware? They go, distilleryproducts.com and that's actually how we found out about them and we want to let you guys know it is the best place to go for wholesale laser etched glassware they have the tour glass which is the irish whiskey tasting glass they have Glencairns. they are the only place in north america that laser engraves the neat glass they have decanters they have all sorts of other stuff but go to distilleryproducts.com if you're a bourbon group, if you're a distillery. If you need me to help you get in touch with them, please reach out to me, dadstrinkabourbon at gmail.com. I will do what I can to get you in touch with them. Thank you, distilleryproducts.com, for providing us the glassware that we use for our tasting every week. You can find us on your favorite podcast app. Whatever you listen to, we're on it. You can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Instagram at Dad Drinking Bourbon. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? I was just going to say big shout out to the folks at Old Elk. Uh, great people have you know been very generous enough to always kind of keep us in the loop on what they have coming out, going on, and, and always ask us an opinion, which that in itself is uh, ad- admirable. I mean, half people John and I talk to all the time think we're full of shit. Most of the people we talk to <laughs> think we're full of shit. I was being modest. Cheers. Ciao.